There's nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you along, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim. Never mind, I'll find someone like you. I wish nothing but the best for you too. Don't forget me. I think I remember you. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it hurts instead. Yeah, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the No Chaser Podcast. I'm Tim Chantarangsu. I'm Adele. <laughs> I'm Ricky Shucks And I'm Nikki Blades Oh man How you I, I fed you guys Some healthy salads For lunch How you feeling? Healthy Feeling good Yeah Got a little Got poop a little bit A little bit <laughs> a little Got a little, little, little steak little poop In our system yeah. Ready to go Side note Thank you for sending out A schedule this week mm-hmm. And Scheduling in a lunch break I was Thoroughly impressed by your message. Well, normally we start at like 1 p.m. and I tell y'all, make sure you eat breakfast because we're not getting food. (laughs) (laughs) So eat something. (laughs) Um, Other side note, with this outfit, Mm. you look a lot like two people that we know. (laughs) Who? Um, old dumbfounded. (laughs) Not not old as in older, old like is in the past. Yeah. And Wally. Wally, yeah, the glasses. Oh my god! <laughs> now you not, s- not the robot, not Disney oh, Wally. Because I the looked homie. at you, I was like, maybe <laughs> nah, the nah. robot. Our homie yeah. Wally, shout out to Wally, entrepreneur with- extraordinaire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, well, you know what? Speaking of entrepreneurs, let's let's get right into it. Let's oh. get into it. Um, so you know, I got a I got a special guest. You know, you know, I told y'all, uh, I like I like having friends on the show that I've known for a long time. This mm-hmm. guest, I have not known for a long time. But we've uh, met each other a couple times in passing at events. He's uh, a staple in, uh, I would say, the um, jewelry crowd. Definitely. He's well known in the uh, hip-hop community. You know it. Um, He's been doing his thing for a long time in many different ways. But he's not old. But he is not old. I mean, I don't (laughs) think so. You know Asians. You can't tell, man. So, um, welcome to the show, Ben Baller. <laughs> What's good? Yeah. What's good? What's good? Hello, hello. Where these headphones at? Oh, they in there. Okay, there we go. Are we here? There we go. Ugh. 
be sanitized, bro. Okay, I hope so. Oh yeah, they've been wiping everything <laughs> no down. No one's warm, actually. <laughs> you know what I'm saying which one is right, which one is left. Oh, uh, left is with there the court. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> For sure. All right, here we go. Good. Hold on. And then that's you. There we go. Yeah, yeah. What's good, man? Uh, bro, just. Just Maxim, what a beautiful day today, man. It's a beautiful day. I appreciate you coming through to my podcast, dog, joining us for a little conversation. Yeah, man. You guys got to definitely, I mean, whatever. One of y'all got to jump on, on my show for sure. Yeah, you know, I'm down, bro. I'm down. I mean, we've never, this is our first uh, conversation, I feel. Like an actual like one. an actual yeah. conversation. Not small talk at an event or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've only ever met you at that one event, it was, that Crooks and Castles event, right? I don't oh, know what it was for. Hmm? I said that was a while ago. That was, was that, a, yeah. a while, a while ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. I'm still in touch with them dudes, real, real heavy with them. But I mean, yeah, um, it might have been a Crooks event. I'm not positive. Possibly, possibly. Well, shit, man. First of all, well, it, let, let's talk about how, how this even came to be because I think it's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> somebody tagged me on Twitter. They were like, yo, Tim, you listen to that new Ben Baller podcast? <laughs> I was like, nah, why? They were like, he was kind of talking shit about you, bro. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, LOL, what'd he say? He was like, Said you wasn't funny and uh, I definitely wasn't talking <laughs> shit, but go ahead. He <laughs> was like, he was like, nah, Ben, ben Bob was just talking about you. I was like, what do you say? And then Ben hopped in immediately. He was like, look, man, here's what I said, bro. <laughs> I said, when I met you, didn't think you were funny. And also, I don't know what you do. And I was like, Oh, so he said it to you. Okay, that, I respect that. Yeah, yeah. He, he was like, well, look, here's, here's what I said. And I, I like, respect, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, I got you. Cause it, got it, mutual well, friends. Well, like you said, it, it wasn't a shit talking situation. No. It was a, uh, and, and I've been in a similar situation. I've been in a similar situation where um, I was asked in the past, what do you think of this person's content? And I was like, oh, I don't think it's funny. And people spun that yeah. into a beef situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, it is what it is. And like, first of all, why would I be funny when I meet you, dog? That's just silly. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, tell you the truth, though. I think people don't realize that. One, being that I've lived through so many different just eras, mm. generations, different types of comedy to everything. I've consistently been a troll for the last few decades, right? Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so you know that. So, so, so like, when Fousey is on my show and he's trying to give, like, so much praise to you, right? I'm like, bro, <laughs> there's way too much positivity in this, right? I yeah. this up. Like, you know, so I, I was like... I feel that as... And, and you know what? Context is important. It uh, is. And, and I, I also do a lot of that where uh, if someone's bigging someone up, I'd be like, nah, they're stupid. Right, yeah, just thought it yeah, 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 cool, yeah, cool, whatever, whatever. So I, I get it. That's why, but that's what sparked the conversation of us just coming on each other's podcast. No, for sure. But speaking of you trolling, I, I, there's always something I, I wanted to ask you, right? Because like for I want to say uh, a couple years, I would randomly get a random ass. <laughs> Shit talking Instagram comment from Ben Baller uh, on my Instagram. And I would look and I'm like, this fool don't even follow me. But it would be a post where he would just be like, whack. <laughs> or something. I just mess with you, bro. You know, like, um, um, I guess the degree of separation between us is I've known Nick forever, Canon, right? Mm. Never watched an entire never watched an episode of Wild Out my entire life, right? Yeah. Wasn't a big um well, I mean, I think the MTV thing stopped me like maybe in 2003. You know, so it's fucking 18 years ago, right? But yeah. the show, I don't know when the show started. Me and Nick have always been cool. But every time we're on Nick, Nick's not really like a jokey, jokey person in like behind closed doors, right? So for some reason, Nick can't get into his Instagram account. And, and this is fairly like new. Instagram's maybe two, three years old. Facebook just opened a pop-up shop right down the street from here. So um, 
to show some love, they're verifying both of our accounts very early in the game. You know, if there's ever been a year to make the moms in your life feel loved and appreciated on Mother's Day, it's this one. You know, my mom, she's retired. She's lived a great life, but she's tired. You know, she's retired and she's tired. That's why I'm honoring my mom with a heartfelt, sentimental gift the whole family can cherish together forever. Storyworth! Storyworth is an online service that helps your mom, grandmother, mother-in-law, and every other mother figure in your life share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun new way to engage with them, especially if you can't be together in person, all right? Every week, Storyworth emails your mom a different story prompt question you've never thought to ask, like, what is some of the best advice your mother ever gave you? And if you could choose any talents to have, what would they be? Now, how adorable is that, okay? Storyworth has helped numerous families learn about each other in profound, special ways, and their testimonials will practically move you to tears. In fact, Storyworth has already created a powerful experience for me. Because, you know, sometimes me and my mom, we have trouble communicating, you know what I'm saying? My tie is not great. But with these questions from StoryWorth, it helps push the conversation along. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's no shortage of surprises when reading the weekly stories, and they make your family feel close even if you're not together, all right? After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your mom's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped for free. Now, come on. That's just great. Give your mom the most meaningful gift this Mother's Day with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash no chaser. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash no chaser for $10 off. Everyone needs an escape, but those can be hard to come by right now. Enter Dipsy. Let yourself get lost in a world where good things happen and where your pleasure is the only priority. Now, we all know the story of boy meets girl, but what about girl meets girl? Or maybe boy meets girl and they meet another girl. Threesome. With Dipsy, the stories continue beyond the initial meetup. Come hear what happens behind closed doors. Eat the booty. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Each Dipsy audio story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios, so you feel like you're right. They're in the action, getting your booty ate. Listen to stories about hooking up with your hometown crush you never made a move on or that coworker you always had a little thing for. Or maybe a story that puts you in bed with someone who's telling you exactly what they'd like to do to you. They release new content every week, so there's always more to explore, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. And if you need to wind down, Dipsy also has wellness sessions, sensual bedtime stories, and soundscapes to help you relax before you drift off, or jack off, or get off. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash no chaser. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash no chaser. Dipsystories.com slash no chaser. Like real early, like maybe first hundred people. So I go on, I'm like, hey, let's jump on this. Let's put a post. So I was like, hey, what's up? I'm Ben Baller. You know, whoop. 
It's my man, Nick Cannon, you know what? And then Tyler, the creator, goes on. And I mean, is this a family-friendly show? Can we cuss? Nah, oh, yeah, do what you want. So he's just like, you a F, you know, boy. You just <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes, you a clown. But it, it was like 42, 50 comments in almost 20 minutes. Like he kept going. Okay. And then Nick's like, hey, what's he's like what, reading it in real time, right? He's like, hey, what's up, Biatch? You should come on a while now. You go, shut your bitch ass up, punk. I'll slap the shit out of you. Right. And then Nick's trying to be cool. And I've always done that. But the thing is, Nick, I was like, yo, bro, you have a show. You should know that they're just playing with you. Right. He goes, fuck that. Can't play like that. Blah, blah. Facebook is watching this shit, you know? And it was just funny. Yeah. And so I've just always been like that kind of, I've known Tyler since he was 16, right, right before, right. you know, the fame and stuff. So I just kind of always, your page would pop up on the Explore page because of like, <laughs> Might have been from Mac Miller. Might have been from Danny Real. I don't know. Right. And I was like, let me show this little Asian homie. Like, okay. I'm <laughs> well, an OG in here. You know? you know what? That's The thing about it is I always understood that uh, even though I didn't know you like that, I knew yeah. that was your sense. I, I was never salty about it. No, never, bro. Like, I, I would read the comments. I'd be like, if I didn't fuck with you, period. Right. Like, for instance, like someone like 6ix9ine wanted to get some joy. Like, mm. I don't really, like, that sounds fucked up, but like, I look forward to telling people no now. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I say no probably 98% of the time now than saying yes, but like, boom. And it could be somebody fucking huge. I just don't have the time. One, I got three kids. I got, you know, 71 employees now. I don't really, so I just, but the thing is people are like, well, you find the time to troll on people. I'm like, I do the shit while I'm driving. <laughs> right, right. And I sit there, because I got three kids. Young kids are very demanding. My wife is 11 years younger, so she can keep up. Like, so I'm like, you know, struggling. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to like, you know, just, talking shit and whatever, boom. If I didn't fuck with you genuinely, I think the people who've known me for a long time would know, oh man, like Ben's going on Tim's show. <laughs> he was just saying this and this. They, they know that it's all like, you know, if I was like, yeah. I don't fuck with, like, it would be, there would be, okay, if I didn't fuck with you, there would be no sarcasm jokes. It would be straight up, hey, check this out. I hope by 8.30 p.m. tonight, Tim dies. I hope everybody <laughs> oh, knows. Shit. Yeah, I would wish right. like very bad upon you. You feel right. me? <laughs> No, I got you. I, I understood the yeah. sense of humor. I get it. Or else, or else I wouldn't have even like, been like, yeah, no, let's come on, each other's man. shit. You know what I'm saying? But I think it was so overdue. There's people in the business, and I'd be like, oh, it's cool to be Asian. Man, fuck out of here. <laughs> right, I want right. to be real with y'all. Look, man, I'm 48, right? I'm almost 50. And think, I've been in this game so long that my office was across the street here at Priority Records. You know, I signed Jay-Z. First album deal was working with Master P when he just got started. I was in the game, and I was always the only Asian person. And for 19 years, I never got invited to no Asian parties, no Asian American excellence. And then they give me the Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah. And I'm like, y'all invite me for 19. I'm like, I'll come and get the award. Boom. But I now, was there that night. Oh, you were? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, you know, but go on, though, because I got a funny story also. But like, you know, I said my speech and they're telling me, oh, you got three minutes. Blah, blah. I was like, no, fuck that. John Chu, director of Crazy Rich Asians, just did like, he, he fired me up. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, bro, I'm about to say some shit. Yeah. Like, I played football. I got a scholarship. Dog, but da, 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 da. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> so um, it's kind of cool to be Asian now or that, you know, don't. But, and it's, I'm like a little bit opposite of what's going on right now because there's a lot of other shit that we I don't like this narrative's going on. But recently I ran into Sung Kang. Um, Han from Fast and the Furious, right? We have been in this city together for at least two decades. My brother worked on a movie with him way back before he was like big, big. And I ran him somewhere and we both looked at each other because we're the same age. And we're like, bro, I can't believe we didn't been in this town for this long in Hollywood. And it was weird. We gave a hug and talked for two hours. And I think that moment was like, you know what? Tim ain't just been, 
here playing games. Like he's really been trying to do his thing. I remember when I, I, I said, I saw you another time too. And I was like, yo, you lost some weight. You look good. You're like, really? And I was like, yeah, bro. Like you was a little chubby, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm way bigger now, but I'm saying like, you know, I felt it was important that I nipped it in the butt first and there. Not that I'm scared of anybody, but like, look, let me give him some flowers real quick. Mm -hmm. And then let me say, look, it's time that we do connect somehow in some way because mm -hmm. there's no reason for us to like just have just even if, you know, like we ain't got to be cool or nothing. Yeah. But it's important that two people that are in the game with yellow skin should at least try to uh, embrace each other. Definitely. Definitely, man. Yeah. And I appreciate that. And I, and like I said, I was I was there that night then you when you received the award. Right. And um and I relate to you in in the way that um I I always say that I feel like Asian Hollywood specifically like forgets that I'm Asian because I never get invited to shit like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I will rarely get invited to those events. And there was one event specifically, um, and I've 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 told this story before, but it was like it was this, it was this organization that used to put together these shows um to like highlight all the Asians that are have been on TV about. and movies and shit, right? Yeah. And I, I was invited to, you know, to the event, did the red carpet. And then they're like, all right, we're going to show a highlight reel of all the Asians that have been on like TV and movies this year, right? Yeah. I'm like, oh, lit, it's like my fifth season on Wild and Now. I'm the only Asian <laughs> on that show. Let's get it, right? I'm ready for my little <laughs> clip. And I'm watching. And it's the most abstract, obscure fucking yeah. <laughs> two lines in of something Asians on the screen. I'm like... Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and my shit was nowhere to be seen. And I was salty, bro. Yeah, like, that shit was mad awkward. Yeah. And I, and I was like, and I, you know, I kind of sent a little subtweet out about it. Like, ah, oh, it's crazy. They invited me to this event. They know who yeah. I am, but they didn't put me in their shit. They sent me an email, like, apologizing. Like, oh, we, we in, at the next city event, we put you in it. I'm like, oh, I appreciate that. But I was like, damn, they really, I feel like they just, I don't, I don't know if it's because I don't do, like, specifically, like, hey, this is, an Asian thing yeah. I'm doing so they forget but sometimes I definitely feel like I gotta remind them that I'm Asian that's yeah. where our parallel is then I mean I'm obviously Asian yeah. you look like you could be a Pacific Islander which is still the same thing but I'm saying because I'm a stick I thought you were Filipino right yeah yeah and then there's certain things you look like you could be part Spanish your last name has like 17 consonants in it right <laughs> it's got like you know so with that said that year was I think was uh, December 2018, I think, right? Yeah, somewhere on there. When you got the award. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, you know, it's almost three years now and a lot has changed, right? I was already old then, I'm saying, but in my life, you know, it's very rare that someone could have one successful career. You know, if you ask for one successful career, you have to be grateful and, and gracious to, to, to God and the world, right? I've had three successful careers, right? And counting. So at that point, after that, I said, you know what? For me to be salty about anything is so disrespectful to what God has given me mm -hmm. in general that even when people do, let's say, for instance, like if I'm forgotten about whatever, I just like, yo, man, I don't need to be worried about what conversations I'm in anymore now. I mean, really at this point, because just in the last year with the pandemic from my nieces, what they experienced, them having to be born and experience 9-11, then having to experience the recession, then experience the pandemic. And I'm like, yo, man. This shit's like awful that they grew up in this. Why? Well, I'm glad I grew up how I grew up because yeah. I got to see a lot of amazing things. Mm -hmm. And then also look at that, like, yeah, man, that ain't shit. Like, it's, we gonna beat that. So, what I'm getting at, man, is you'll get to a point, and look, I'm with you. I'm like, fuck a subtweet. I'm going straight in. Like, yo, hey, <laughs> uh, AAPI, uh, Hollywood, <laughs> blah, blah, whatever. Hey, look, check this out. I watch like each one of you guys, everyone, uh, with, 
117 members? Yeah, 117 members each to divide my salty nuts into your mouth. <laughs> like, I would say some shit like that and try to add all of them. Right. But, look, people are like, yo, man, you really, you know, one of my monikers, when I say my podcast, I'm like, yo, this is Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. <laughs> and people say all the time, like, yo, man, you drive this. That. I was like, bro, look, my name is Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. Like, I'm mm. not telling y'all I'm humble. I've never been. When I was broke, I wasn't humble. Mm -hmm. Do you know? I've been Ben Baller since fucking 1992. Since spring of 1992. So it's like, <laughs> I've been Ben Baller for 30 years. Like, you know, and it was from balling, not from, uh, from, you know, money. What I'm getting at now is where we are in the world today, man. Like, you know, you would never think someone like me People think that they're going to see me these days in big-ass chains and certain things, whatever. I'm not saying I'm trying to be regular. I'm just trying to tone myself down because I'm already loud. Mm. If I'm in the elevator, someone could just back and be chilling with, with, uh, with Nikki and, and um, someone be like, yo, man, this motherfucker's tripping. I didn't even say shit. Yeah. You know, that's just how it is with me no matter what I do. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm like, I've really worked in the last year to tone down the, the shit talking to still be there, but I mean like the complaining. Mm. You know, like, man, I wish, da, 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 man, that's messed up. They didn't mess. Or, I'm just stopped complaining. Were you a, a complaining ass dude before? Not complaining. I just was always like, I you was, always you know, had something to say. Silky Johnson, for real. Like, you know, <laughs> like I was like, what? Like, I'm going to always find something fucked up to say. Mm -hmm. But in a, in a comedy way. And at the same time, like if you was just undoubtedly dope, if you was MJ or something, whatever, then, you know, I'm like, eh, okay, fuck you. But, you know, I just, <laughs> but yeah, I just felt like really didn't even just last night some guy was saying some crazy shit he dm'd this page and the page is like yo bro this dude's trying to expose you saying you owe money and this this and this and i was like okay and i was like man this is the best fucking dm i could ever got i was like yo bro here's my credit score and here's the loan that i was just look, look at just make sure you highlight the house of the price the price of the house that i'm looking at and the guy's like he's like you know i'm gonna block him the guy's like, wait 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 don't don't block the kid this kid's probably he has some mental issues. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. something ain't right with the kid. You don't realize what kind of impact you have on this child, this person. He's still like 20 something years old, but he's like, you block him and it right really fuck him up. I never looked at it like that. I'm like, I'm blocking everyone, right? Like Cameron just would have made a post about blocking people. You know, like he made a post that let's say someone's like, oh man, Tim, your shirt is whack. And that shit is corny. And then let's say for instance, it gets like 300 likes on your, on your own pay post. Yeah. yeah. Cameron says he blocks everyone that liked the, the hater comment. I've been there. Yeah. yeah, I've been there too. I'm just saying. <laughs> I understood though at that point, they feel in some way, mm -hmm. that's how they could level up in any possible way. And I was like, yo, man, you know what? You just saved this dude from getting blocked. And he's like, yeah, man, like this dude really is striving for your attention. He follows you, you know, whatever. There's something just bothering him. It's fucked up times right now. Yeah, I've always tried, man, you know what? I try to remind myself of that shit whenever I get some negative comments. Like, <laughs> I used to be, honestly, younger me used to be in a better headspace where I could be like, you know what? If this person is going out of their way to talk some shit to me on my shit, they probably, they probably didn't get hugged as a child. Yeah. They got some other issues they got to deal with. If you really need to go out of your way to try and make someone else feel bad, then you probably got some other issues. I need to be showing love to this person, right? Yeah. But through the years, I was like, <laughs> but it's warranted. You want to know why? Because Tim, you have put in a lot of work, dog, and I've seen it from afar. Think of somebody who has who hasn't seen your podcast, who hasn't li listened to whatever boom here and there, and you'll pop up here and there. And at the same time, you're still growing. It is like you went from three hundred thousand followers to a hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like you're right. growing at, at at whatever rate it is. So it's like, hey man, I, I'm not mad at you if you did. I'm I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm just saying like we're here now, 
And it's uh, long overdue that I guess me and you have had a talk. And and if it's going to be on the public, I'm not really tripping. You know, fuck it. It's it's just, it's, man, I really try to try to wake up every day and be like, yo, man, life is generous. Mm -hmm. Life is good. Very generous. I'm, I'm very happy about shit. Shit is fucked up in the world. And I do what I can. But at the same time, if I dwell down that too much, then now I ruin and affect my family and my kids. Right. Like, hey, what's wrong? Boom. I just got to really look at everything positive, you know? Yeah. That, that shit will really, like, change things. Because I used to do the same thing. Like, I used to complain about shit, but I knew how to do it in a funny way. And that's what got people watching me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, what can I complain about now? And it just became, like, my thing. I had a whole series called Fix Your Shit, where I would pick different groups to tell them what they need to fix about their shit, just complaining. And then one day I was like, Maybe I should stop this because now it's just like my life. Now I'm complaining when there's no camera around yeah. and shit like that. And when I stopped, I got happier. Like, and I didn't even realize I was unhappy until I stopped that shit. I remember that day, man. I was like, thank God. Really? <laughs> I can finally start hanging out with this dude again. <laughs> this nigga be complaining about everything. You know, hey, that, hey, let me say this. That's real, though. Okay, now we all get a little queasy. We all get a little nauseous. Your jowls start to get filled up with saliva. You feel like you might puke. You get a little, oh, God, you don't know what's happening to your body. And everybody hates that feeling, right? Well, I bet you didn't know that it happens to one out of three Americans regularly. We get nauseous, you know what I'm saying? We out here, nausea's out here, okay? But I got good news for you, okay? You gotta check out the Relief Band, okay? Relief Band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. Now, your boy gets hangovers, especially the older I get. I can't get too turnt anymore without getting hanged over for like a day and a half. You know what I'm saying? It's a struggle out here. So that's why this product is perfect, right? And Chia gets migraines. So we both need this shit in our house, okay? The product is 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and provides all-natural, long-lasting relief with zero side effects for as long as needed. How it works is Relief Band stimulates a nerve in the wrist that travels to the part of the brain that controls nausea. Then it blocks the signal your brain is sending to your stomach telling you that you're sick. Wow. And if you know someone who deals with nausea, Relief Band makes a great gift, okay? And just for y'all, I got a special, special treat, okay? Relief Band has an exclusive offer just for No Chaser listeners. If you go to ReliefBand.com and use promo code NOCHASER, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and a no-questions-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. I mean, what is there to lose? So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use your promo code NOCHASER for 20% off plus free shipping. R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com. I remember, like, I, I, I remember having people, there's a difference too, you get to a certain point too, and I've gotten different like levels of turn up in my life, where people will accept the bullshit that I, all my t all my fucking flaws, everything. They're like, "Fuck, it's been balling, man. We gotta just." I'm like, "No, no, 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 you don't. Don't accept that shit. Demand better, bro." Mm. And but what I'm getting at is, I remember those conversations. I know you're joking, but I'm being I'm being serious. Where my homies are like, "Man, we don't want Ben to come over tonight. Dog. He's gonna sit here and talk shit, blah blah, whatever this." <laughs> and I'd be the toxic homie. Yeah. So like, you know, at a certain point, you know, like I I, I get it, and and then now. Um, I really is important that I have it's important that I have my, my wife is like probably my biggest like yo you're being a fucking hater mm. you're being this and if she don't like 
You know, then I have nobody because if everyone's saying yes, bro, then you know, shit, man. Exactly. Yeah. And he might not be joking. Cause I I, <laughs> I felt like that dude. Like, damn, did I did I have to yeah. say that right now? No, I'm <laughs> it was for the real, vibe yeah. was cool. And then I just said some fucked up shit for no reason. It's yeah. all good. I was a sad friend for a long time. They're like, bitch, stop posting your emotional ass shit. Yeah. Ha- be happy. But yeah, actually, after my friends told me that, I was like, oh. I didn't even realize. I but was talking to all the your, sad people. Especially for a girl. Yeah. Girls are more, I mean, okay, look, girls are more catty, blah, blah, whatever. But girls are always going to be more supportive to other girls in, in, in public, whatever, boom, in, in that image. Guys aren't going to, it's it's tough for them to be oh, like, you know. That, that comment actually came from a male friend of mine. <laughs> it, it did. Because I got, I got really cool people around me and we That's talk good. about building a strong circle because no matter what you do in any of your industries that you're in, you hit a certain level of success or you're trying to obtain it, then you need people that support you. So my friend was like, yeah, no, you're you're coming off really, really sad. We're like kind of worried about you, but we know you're fun. So can you clean up your shit just a little bit? Can you at least pretend just when pretend we're out? Just pretend to be happy. <laughs> off the vibe. But, but it was good because I didn't even realize because I didn't want people to think that I was too having too much fun or too happy or and I was trying right. to attempt to be relatable yeah. uh, mm, and, and then in that sense I realized I wasn't even being me so right. naturally now I could put a balance of funny sexy sad but I'm like that's just me it is what it is but it's not forced to try to talk to any yeah. particular group bro of that's a lot of kids now the forced sad mm-hmm. to be relatable yeah especially the ones who have good shit going mm-hmm. on it's like <laughs> I, don't, I don't want you to think I'm not like right. you so let me pull some sadness out of somewhere yeah. Yeah. but I think more than ever in my life more than ever in the last 15 months 16 months whatever it may be um, when it comes to being a father I have never ever been wanted to been I've never wanted to be more relatable to even though all my kids go to private school, so they're around privileged kids already. Um, uh, my oldest son has some health issues. He is some, so there's some special needs I got to deal with and things, and and um, I worry about that. But the most important thing is every time I go somewhere and I underestimate. I hate this fucking word, right? But I underestimate my fame or popularity. Um, for the couple schools that we've gone through, all the teachers have been young and they all knew who I was, and so I kind of like all right. Why don't you talk about fucking Jeremy Renner's son or somebody else's? Like, there's a big, big <laughs> there's actually a real celebrity that goes to this, like, whose right. kids go here. Why are y'all fuck with me? Because Cause no one likes Hawkeye, dog. But go ahead. <laughs> but, you know, so like, um, when my kids are like, you know, sit there and be like, hey, dad, where's a Ferrari? Like, what Ferrari? Mm-hmm. You don't have a Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about? I was like, no, we got the, I've never ever tried to be more relatable and come yeah. in, the, in, in, and I don't, I didn't have a regular car for so many years. And it's like, we get in a minivan. My wife is like, I'm not driving that shit. <laughs> and I'm like, I have to try to figure out something and um, just try to be, because if I don't, the kids already got everything in the fucking world, right. you know, and I've given them everything I can. They got passports, they have phones, they have all that. It's just at that point, I, it fucked my ears up. And people are like, yo, you earned it. I'm like, I did. I, nobody gave me the Ferrari. No one gave me the Lamborghini, Bentley Rolls, nothing like that, right? But guess what? It sounds fucked up coming out of a kid's <laughs> mouth, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's so funny that you brought that up because we actually touched on this in a, in a couple episodes ago, um, where we were. I was talking about how, you know, I feel like my drive is really fueled by the struggle I had growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, main motivation was like, gotta take care of my family, gotta like repay my parents back, blah blah blah. And I'm like, now, okay, money is money is cool, and I I just I got this new baby. Do I want to like almost not let her know how well off we are. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I don't want to raise a little 
annoying, spoiled ass, super privileged yeah. little kid. Like, I, like at what at what point do I be like, all right, look, man, you we need to teach you to appreciate some shit because you, yeah. you got everything. How do yeah. you create the balance? Well, my a friend of mine, she's in uh, she's a financial advisor, so she's in that industry, and she came up and went through a lot of shit, and she has two kids. And we recently had to have a conversation, I want to say about a week ago, and she goes, my son is turning into a little asshole. <laughs> and I told Fuck, her. That's, a, that's tough to but, say. But I told her, I said, friend, I love you. But we were at the, like the, the country club, and your son was asking for avocado on his hamburger <laughs> and wanted his California roll a certain way. And she goes, <laughs> I know. Because I looked at her, I said, that's like, he was kind of upset. And she didn't know how to handle it. But like you were saying, there comes a point to where you go, okay, we need to figure out how (laughs) to to balance this. Because in that setting, he thought it was okay. Because that's how all the other kids talk. How old is he? Uh, He was, I want to say he was about like eight. Mm, but shit, he, yeah. but we had, but when I was around him, I looked at her and I looked at my friend. I said, "Oh, friend, yeah. you're gonna have some problems with him later in life." And she <laughs> yeah. said, "I know." And it really is a parenting decision. Like you got to talk to your wife about that. You have to talk to your wife about that. Well, no, my wife has been amazing. She's very, very, very good at what they, you know, like um, they'll wear whatever it might be H and M, might be Zara here and there. Yeah. Boom. When my firstborn was first, I have three kids. My first son was born. He had Gucci head to toe, everything. <laughs> and then I realized, I was like, yo, man, he's going to shit in this thing. and destroy it. Boom. Right. Then he got older and certain people, I was like, you know what, man? This don't even matter. Then you get the coolest shoes. And everyone wants their kids to have to, And then you think about it. Look, if you're a parent, one, lacing everyone's shoes is not cool. It's fucked up. So you're getting the shoes that are just comfortable and you're getting the easy things and certain stuff. So that's, I'm not, I don't have the problems there. It's they don't get how blessed they are right. to have a cook, yeah. have people right. cook things and, and have food. And um, my son has been to Philippines. He's been to he's seen the poor side and be like, wow, this is really bad. And recently we had to have it out. And I was like, wow, man. You know, when I was eight, I was taking a bus. I was, my parents left me at the house alone. Right. I'm in the streets in Koreatown, boom. So I grab my son. He's acting up. He's throwing, like, you know, throwing a tantrum, going off. And I'm like, can you look at your bedroom, bro? Like, you have a 60-inch flat screen with the... <laughs> you have Wii, PS5. You have a, a corner view of other celebrities' homes. You have <laughs> a MacBook. Right. You have an iMac. And you're on Zoom throwing tantrum. I was like, check this out. Took him down the street, under the bridge where the freeway pass is, where all the homeless people were. And I got out of the car. And he's like, what's going on over here, Dad? What are you doing? I was like, look it. That dude is sleeping here. They're living here. Do you want to live here? He goes, no, no, no. And it shook the shit out of him. Now, I might have to have a couple more convos, but what I'm saying is he had to see that because he didn't couldn't put it in perspective. You know, I'm like, we have heat. We have AC. We have a pool. We have, you know, this, this, and this. And just got to tell them, you know, they got to learn. I mean, yeah. again, how the fuck else they know? You know? Yeah, because right. yeah, but- that's got to be tough because I don't have kids or money. But <laughs> I would assume <laughs> as some tough shit because, like, you, you, we worked this hard yeah. to give your kids what yeah. you didn't have or something like that. Right. Or the best. But when they grow up, starting with the best, how do they right. settle for less later? Or how do they know that it's not always this? And then you guys as, always. And then you guys as parents don't have the manuals, right? Like you came up. So yeah. your parents <laughs> didn't raise you in that same environment. Yeah. So you guys are navigating this space on your my own. My wife came from a very privileged privileged home though. My wife came from, um, she came from a good home and, and they came from a lot of love. Like I got my ass whooped a lot mm-hmm. and she was able to like 
fucked things up and no one got that. I was like, wow. And now I do realize though, like she could never do no wrong in front of her dad, right? So when I think about the situations that go on, every time I want to knock the kids out, we live in a different day now. You know, one of my boys actually went and got arrested because he spanked his son. Oh, shit. And he was spanked his son. for. And the funny thing was, the police officer that was booking him, they said, was like, man, bro, I, I, like it was a black man. He was like, he was like, this the way you're supposed to raise your black child. Yeah. You know, like this was fucked up. And I was hit way worse than that. But what I'm getting at is the, the, the love that my wife grew up in the home with, that shit made me a little envious because I didn't have that love in the house. And I'm not dissing my mom or nothing, but like the rest of the situation there was kind of fucked up. So you do realize how much it could affect you 30, 40 years later, right? Mm. So now with the kids, you know, um, you do got to address it. Uh, my son would never say like, hey man, look, I want to, but at the same time, like if he did, I'd let it go. But it sounds like this kid be, be ordering oh. that on a regular. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's why I told my friend. Yeah. We had to, as her friend, we looked at each other and I said, yeah, don't bring him, like, don't, don't, don't do <laughs> yeah. that. But like, don't do that around, yeah, you, you're enabling a lot of There it is, I'm sorry, the yeah. word enabling. Enabling, yeah, but so, she at least was aware enough to understand that she's going to have to put that kid in the real world one day. Yeah. He's going to yeah. get his ass beat from someone else for Ordering avocado. No, but but there was a list of things. He was, I was like, First off, my friend, I'm like, we're in a bunch of different worlds. It's just not always the country club. Right. Babe, yeah. we got to go into other spaces. Yeah. At least teach him how to interact and to be at least like, first off, don't disrespect, don't disrespect your mother in front of your auntie. That's what I said first off. I said, uh, you better watch how you talk to your mom around me because yeah. I don't like the tone yeah. that had happened. But she also said, she's like, I'm really… Because of how she was raised. And she's trying to find a balancing act. And also with her husband, she has… They have to have conversations because… He was raised to where he never did any wrong. And it's just really like a learning curve. Not everybody can figure it out. And parents don't get enough credit for trying to do what's best for them and also trying to raise, like, y'all trying to raise some functioning human beings. No, it's, it's it, look. It's a balancing act. People, they crack me up when they say, oh, I'm a mommy of two dogs and da 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 <laughs> Look, we, my wife had four dogs and whatever. Cool, let's check this out. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear shit from Peter, from nobody. And they've tweeted me, boom, whatever. My wife's been a vegetarian and vegan for... Uh, almost 18 years, whatever, boom, stop all that shit. When you ain't got to worry about what a pet, dog, cat, mouse, whatever the fuck it is, you ain't got to worry about what they're going to be in society, how they're going to be looked at as in the world, carrying your name, legacy, whatever, boom. Um, you know, so like, it's it's a big different, it's a different thing when you bring a child in the world. And plus on top of that, your kids didn't ask to be here, you know what I mean? So you might as well just do, you know, your responsibility. Um, let me ask you, if you don't mind me asking you, right? Are you, were you a mommy's boy or, or you, I mean, a, a daddy's girl or, or, um, daddy's girl. girl. Okay. You're a daddy's girl. Fuck, mm -hmm. man. All right. So, so, <laughs> you know, like with me, my, my girl, I think when I had the son, all right, cool. Had the second son. All right. We weren't about to have this third baby because my wife is a lot younger. So, you know, I'm like, I'm about to have a baby. I'm about to have a daughter at 44. Like, man, this ain't happening. She's like, we have to have a daughter. I was like, no, no, I don't know. As soon as my daughter was born, my life changed because now one, I have done nothing but disrespect women almost all my life. Mm. I have been a piece of shit to almost every girl besides my wife. And I'm like, wow, man. Like, I looked at things differently. I was kinder to the world. I was kinder in general on certain things. Now, also, no one's going to ever tell me that I can't kiss my daughter on the lips or I can't do certain things. Like, look, she's going to be spoiled. And if y'all got a problem with it, too bad. The boys, I got to kind of like, you know, like, but I want her to understand, look, I'm going to take care of you. 
I don't want no dude coming in here, some bum trying to knock on the door. So your dad must have been like, oh, oh I'm ready for I, this. And, and, I'm, and I'm my dad's best friend. And my dad tells me all the time, he made me with a purpose. Like, he wanted to have me. And my mom always says, your dad trapped me. So <laughs> my mom was like, I didn't even like your dad. He just wouldn't leave me alone. And my just dad... Pull out. No. Oh, shit. No, for real. My mom was like, just to let you know, I didn't even want to be with your father. And... We have you and you're here. But I'm the oldest. <laughs> I'm the oldest. And my mom wanted a son for the, the reason why my dad wanted a daughter. I am my dad's best friend. I love my dad. And they both showed me a lot. Like, even when it came to relationships, they're like, I'm putting the standard here. My dad cooks. My dad cleans. My dad was a stay-at-home father. He took me to all my sporting events. We were broke. Uh, he cooked and catered all the events that I went to. I played since I was like six years old. And he sacrificed. My mom was able to go work. And my dad took me to every game. I didn't get my license till I was 18. And so my relationship with my dad is really how I see a lot of, like a lot of things. But he went through a lot of struggles. But, but, but he set a bar, right? Very high. Okay, yeah. Very, so very like, high. you know, I'm not letting some... Right. Like, I can't wait for that. Because my nieces, you know what? They were raised really, really well. They're in college now and whatever. And my niece is uh, 19. She FaceTimed me last night at her college and everything. They're one of the schools that really got the coronavirus under control. And part of me is like, fuck, man. I, just, I hope she out there just really no but at the same time you can't control nobody but like she showed me pictures of her dorm room door and like people were like yo your uncle's a legend yeah your uncle's a legend blah blah whatever and I'm like cool I try to send her some you know some things and have fun but I don't want no like man I'd be damned if I gotta go over there and whoop someone's ass you <laughs> my, know what I mean like, my older kids <sighs> my kids are my, my, my eight and a half almost nine um seven and uh and uh almost four. Oh, word word yeah, man. I, I mean, people always told me, I mean, similar to you, that I was going to have nothing but daughters because of the <laughs> player's curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then sure enough, I have I have my first daughter and um, <laughs> and and I'm, I'm and I'm hyped. I, I, I want her to be a little daddy's girl right now. She all. With mom because of the breastfeeding. But once we get her on this bottle, boy, she's about to love me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have a, a, a kid with someone you can't fuck with. Oh, my I parents guess. are still oh. together. So okay. my, they talk shit to each other. They should have yeah. broken up a long time ago. They hate each other, but they love each other. They hate each other, but they can't be with nobody else. So side note, my parents are still together. Right. Now, right. me, me and wifey are, 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 are a good team. Yeah, yeah. It's, That's it's good, blessing. man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, congratulations, by the way. That's great. Look, at, I, I look at life so different with everything now. Like, I, I haven't been out in a club in so long. And I lived in clubs. I was a nightclub DJ. You know, I was a big mm. DJ in Hollywood. I was going out all the time and everything. And like, I just can't stand being fucking out. Because, number one, I think I've just heard enough small talk in my life. Um, and again, another thing, too, is I think I've gotten to a level of, of, of I hate saying the word. I mean, I've gotten a level of, of, of worth to where, or wealth, where I really can't pick and choose what I want to do. You know, if it's simple, it ain't hurting nobody, and it's cool, it ain't like, boom, that ain't no fact. Because I hate, you know, you get involved with the sponsor. And so that, man, that guy don't like Asian people. He said this, that, oh, this person don't like Jewish people. Man, shut the fuck up, man. Like, it's always some shit. Like, I just seen some shit the other day where this girl was saying some racist shit about Asians. And I almost felt bad for old girl because they pulled that shit out from nine years ago. I'm like, mm. bro, man, you know what? Her, what if her life has changed 700,000 degrees since that nine years ago? And she even met, yeah, I'm going to, you know, she lost her job at Vogue or whatever. And I'm like, man, bro, like, cause, I mean, when I got my TV show, my produce my 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 uh, my agent deleted thirty five thousand tweets. Good lord! God, and he said he said seriously he said all the time he goes bro, you wouldn't just be canceled you would be 
fucked up because the <laughs> shit that you said. I'm like, bro, that's just what it was back in the day. I yeah. mean, we were literally just, just talking, talking about, about that. that. How yeah. I mean, ten years ago, people were tweeting. It was tweeting was different back then. Yes, you were like saying the internet shit. was different on, on purpose. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knew that this person is just trying to shock right now. Yeah. It wasn't nobody thinking shit was that. serious. Like you'd be like, man, shut your bitch Mexican ass up. Like, oh, why you gotta be Mexican? But because he's fucking Mexican, <laughs> right? And it'll be like shit like that. You can't even justify nothing anymore. Yeah. Everything is out of the easiest way to misunderstand somebody is via tweet, text, comment. Mm-hmm. You can't ain't no context and you can't tell. Right. Yeah. I tell you what, one time speaking of speaking of uh of that, one time someone, it was it wasn't it wasn't a whole lot of people. One person got salty at me because I was like, ah man, just got me some fruit from the Mexican fruit cart. I'm hype. And they was like, um, why you gotta say why you gotta say Mexican? I'm like, cause they're Mexican. Yeah. Bro. That's the truth, what bro. you mean? What are you talking about? Uh, but why is that important? Why can't you just say fruit cart? Uh, Come on, man. Because, Rick, representation. <laughs> no, th- that's that's how they felt about it. Some people feel like, hey, he's, he said he said a word that I feel like I'm supposed to be mad at. Can I get mad at this? Yeah. Okay, I'm mad yeah. at it. Yeah, you but said Mexican. But too many people are mad on the internet, and too many people don't even know why they're mad. No, that's I, facts. I really do mean that, though. I said, you don't even know why you're mad. And yeah. I tell people that all the time. Look, I truly don't give a fuck about someone trying to cam- come cancel me. It's just... At this point, yeah, like dog. 35,000 tweets. That's a lot of tweets, bro. Yeah, he was, was talking a lot. Of shit. I like this. Ready for this? This was like in 2011, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter right? was out for two years. Yeah. <laughs> three years. Barely, yeah, barely three years. It was just, it was just, I was talking shit. I was drinking beer in the, in the shower. Like I would just tweet just random ass shit. Ah, yeah. uh, you know? right, 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 right. I but mean, thank God they did. You know, there was some other shit too. I got into it with like during the, the, the Blue Lives Matter versus Black Lives Said some shit. I was like, listen, how about fuck all the police? And then police officers were kind of like, yo, this stupid. Then they were saying threats. I was like, man, fuck. And then people were scared that worked for me. And I was like, man, God damn. I wish some of y'all would just... Not everyone is tough, though. You know, not everyone has thick skin and not even, you know, like some people put a tough act up and they can't keep it up and they break down and then you feel bad about it because, you know, you dealt with it a different way. And and have you ever <clears throat> have you ever had anybody come at you sideways in public? Um... Not really. For I kind of, I kind of look. I kind of almost. How do I say this? I think the people want to punch you when they meet you. I think <laughs> that they'd be scared too, just because of the fact that I think people put two and twos together, and they're like, "This guy had a store next to next to Nipsey Hustle in Slauson. Ben Baller was in South Central for I don't know how many years. He's in a black motorcycle gang. I've never heard a story ever of him being robbed, and he's a jeweler." Something ain't adding up. So maybe we're not going to find out why that, that is. And hmm. I think sometimes my wife is like wondering, she's like, I know you want that guy to fuck with you so you can shoot him. And that's really, <laughs> really fucked up because you really should go see somebody. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, like, we get an issue in the car. I'm like, it's going to happen. Thank God. I said, all I want to do is go to the door and I'm going to fucking shoot him in the foot. And my wife be like, like, really, man, you're, I can't believe I married you. You're such a fucking bad person. You know? <laughs> hey, bro, I know a lot of therapists. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like, it's just, um, I think that people sometimes, but they've been diffused, you know? Like, I just, uh, and the thing now, too, is uh, I get sued a lot, but for just from, you know, the things. And, and mm-hmm. I'm like, God damn, I'm getting sued for a tweet. I'm getting sued. And it's it's expensive. You know what I mean? It could cost yeah. 60 grand or some stupid shit. So, Obviously, when someone's baiting me at a game, I got kicked out of a diner's game not that long ago, like right before the pandemic. And I remember, I was like, holy shit, like this is going to end up being a problem. Yeah. And our boy's like, I'm glad you calmed down because you know what? That motherfucker wanted you to do something so he could sue you. Mm-hmm. And he had everyone watching. Right. And I was like, damn, man, you're right. So 
I mean, yeah, that's the thing, right? It's like a lot of people, really, they just trying to get a, a rise out of you for that. Mm -hmm. Or even yeah. like, as, as, like going back to the YouTube comments, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes they just want you to reply on, mm -hmm. in a tweet or whatever just so they can be like, man, one time I just had a regular exchange with somebody. We, we disagreed on some shit, right? So I was going back and forth saying, um, nah, actually, it's this and this and that. And then like, I want to say, probably like fucking years later, I saw somebody um, just say my name in a tweet and they were like, yeah, nah, my 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 biggest interaction was with a celebrity is when me and Tim Lee did I get a uh, argued on Twitter. I'm like, bruh, we didn't have no fucking <laughs> argument. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, people say shit all the time. You know what I noticed? I used to have what's crazy is ASAP Rocky, right? I own a company with him. And um he has Google alerts. So anytime the actual name ASAP Rocky comes out, boom, and he'll go through them at a certain point, because I don't think he he doesn't, he doesn't read comments. Never, right? That motherfucker will get a hundred thousand comments to this day. Not have an album out, doesn't wear a boom. And, and so like, you know, one day I was like, yo, man, I'm going to do that shit. And I was like, bro, I'll turn all them fucking alerts off, bro. I was like, man, ball is a fucking fag. Man, ball is a bitch. <laughs> I'll smack the shit out of him. But I was like, man, I can't look at this shit no more. Right. You know, yeah. it's like the worst thing to look at, you know? Mm -hmm. And then there's the obviously the good ones. Like, all right, cool. I just, man, you know? So what would you say? I mean, because obviously through this conversation, you've kind of mentioned how like, um, a lot of shit's changed for you over the years, right? You've been in the game a really long time. Your mindset has changed in a lot of ways. Um, you don't talk as much shit as you used to. Um, what, what, what's like the main thing? What was like the turning point for you? Like, To be honest with you, it's crazy, right? So like I kind of was popular before the internet. Um, I, was, I got a scholarship playing football, being Asian, right? And this is in fucking 1991. Then I left college, came here, you know, was in the music business. And, you know, work with Ice Cube, my, the guys I idolized, right? Tupac, people like that. I was interacting with these people and I was a DJ. So I, I always say I was who I was before social media, before MySpace, before any of that shit. And then things kind of like turned up. You know, I became a jeweler in 05. And my career started taking off, boom, it turned up here. In 2017, I had went all my life. All my homies that were rich, famous, everything. I've gone all my life without having security. I've gone all my life without none of that stuff. And then the fucking ASAP for playing Jane song, Ben Bought the Chain song came out. And it wasn't just in everywhere. It was in China club. It was everywhere. That song was in every, there's not a place I can't think of. I heard it everywhere, you mm -hmm. know? That song turned up. I trademarked the, the term Ben Bought the Chain. And I've created a brand off it and became successful. And at that point right then and there, I realized, wow, just a simple shit. Before the pandemic, I can't go to fucking Target with my kids anymore. And like, I can't go to Cheesecake Factory at the Americana and just be, try to be relatable. I got people touching my shoulder. I'm like, hey bro, look, man, look, I'm meeting fam with my family. I know this, I'm sounding rude. I'm the bad guy, right? Right. I'm with my wife and my three kids, about to have a meal, about to eat. They're like fussing over whatever. You tap me on the shoulder. Why are you touching me, bro? Mm -hmm. Like, why can you just, but at the same time, like, so like, it just gotten to that point now. And then, like it just got worse and worse as the years gone by, you know? So I think that was when things changed and I said, hey, look, it, I need to not go so hard and I need to reverse that now. Like my podcast has nothing to do with jewelry. It's about behind the ball. That's what it's called. So it's the business guy. It's the father. It's the husband. It's the dude who's been able to turn different businesses into certain things and everything but jewelry. You know, because every time you meet somebody, if you're a comedian, hey, man, tell me a joke, you know, blah, blah, <laughs> whatever. If you're a jeweler, hey, man, make me a chain. And I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> but it's like everyone, you know, someone even cool like SZA, you know, it's like, and I've made her a chain, but it's like, hey, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to get this and this. And I'm like, fuck, man. I mean, I'd rather you guys just say like, you know, 
the score of a Laker game or something like I don't you don't have to talk about a chain I just it's yeah. just but at the same time I get it, we're, we're, that's who I am but like it's there's so much more depth than that right so when people recently have heard these conversations people are like why the fuck was Ben with Jay Z and hosting the 20th anniversary of Reasonable Doubt right like he was the A and R like mm. no the jeweler Ben Baller like how many fucking <laughs> Ben Ballers you know that are Asian like he was in the music business like what. No, he wasn't. That's Cap. And everyone doesn't want to believe nothing and boom. So, you know, I just felt like in the last few years, so imagine how fucked up I really was, right? That I've gotten softer with the earth and I don't throw like litter out the window and just, I really do try to be a more decent person just because my kids are paying attention. Mm. Me and my wife got in a pretty bad argument one time at a dinner table. Mm-hmm. And my son started crying. No, no, no. Just at oh, home. Right. My son started crying. He goes, stop fighting. I'm like, no, we're not fighting. It was like, you know, just like it was an argument, but like I didn't want, I was like, wow, this is going to fuck people up. So I just think overall, I needed more woosah in mm-hmm. me, you know what I mean? And just um, um, that, I think the podcast mostly, don't get me wrong, I get my shit talking in, right? For mm-hmm. people who are definitely 100% well-deserving of it. But that's when it really changed to a point. Also, um, I hit it big in crypto. Mm. So when I hit him big in crypto, I think a lot of people did the math on it. <laughs> and um, the part of it was was funny was that I made a lot of money in crypto, but had me and my cousin not let go of what we had, we were one of the first stores ever in Shopify history. We were either number one or number two to accept Bitcoin eight years ago or something, right? Some kid came in. He was 19 at the time. His dad had died. He got some money. And I said, hey, man, you need to chill the fuck out and relax while I try to get in the conversation. He sure told me because he made $100 million off of Bitcoin Ooh. before the bubble. Mm. The bubble's now. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He made it before that when it crashed the first time around. So me and my cousin, we own 1,200 coins each. And <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, so that's, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, what is this? 600 million? I forgot what it was, but my cousin still won't let it go. Mm. And I'm like, bro. Your life is insane. <laughs> Kids got 50000 a year each uh, tuition school, the penthouse, you got the guest house, you got the fucking vacation crib. Like, you can't. I jumped back in the game a year ago and I talked about it. I, and I had a specialist, Pomp, he's like the, the evangelist of Bitcoin, of, of crypto, crypto, and I jumped back in it. And in order to avoid capital gains, I put the entire real estate sale into crypto and it was worked out, boom. And then it went... And I was like, ah, you know, I mean, what am I going to do? Like, it was going to sit in the bank. I would have gained 30 grand, 50 grand. I mean, who knows? It wouldn't have been anything crazy. The cash under the uh, under the, the, the mattress, so typical that shit's not going to do shit either. In one fucking year, you know, mm-hmm. shit turned into fucking almost $40 million. You know Ooh. what I mean? So at that point now, you wake up on a daily basis from January to now, and you're like, yo, dude, the world is a fucked up place. Like, why <laughs> is it a fucked up place? Because, bro, like... You know, I just seen some dudes I know that were kind of YouTube influencers and I think they have 100,000 subscribers. So they're not eating like that yet. And I've seen Fusi go through his shit, right? But they had, you know, three roommates, four roommates in like a nice place up the street, you know, where all the dudes live, right? And they got four roommates. You see pizza boxes everywhere, <laughs> random girls doing whatever they can and have all the fucking, just every possible cliche right. shit. These motherfuckers want a private jet going to Hawaii, bro. For those of you who don't know, you know, a round trip to Hawaii is going to be 60 bands, 70 bands, mm-hmm. and legit. And I'm like, yo, you got semi-broke motherfuckers on jets now, and immediately I knew what it was. 
And I hit dude. I was like, hey, what's up, bro? He's like, hey, what's up, man? I want to get a chance. I was like, no, stop that. All this. What's going on? And he goes, oh, man, I got into the GameStop, Robinhood, uh, Bitcoin, this, this, and this. And I was like, of course you did. <laughs> so when I wake up and I think about this digital money and the decentralized market, I think about where we are now. I already had an amazing year last year in the pandemic, which is, I mean, I'm just, I, I earned it. Fuck everyone that got a problem with this. 30 years of grind and I worked at Burger King for 375 an hour. I worked shitty jobs. I know what it's like to be broke and have, you know, to make money in, 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 a, in a terrible environment. Um, to see it now and see people who work so hard, a gardener, a person on the side of the freeway, a Mexican fruit stand person. Just imagine if that person that is really saving maybe three or four grand just, and it's been just sitting there for years, right? Imagine if that person bought Bitcoin at 30 cents, even at $200. Imagine what they could have done for their <laughs> for their lives, right? What, yeah. fool? I never doubted you with the Bitcoin. <laughs> I didn't say you doubted me, but I'm just saying, I'm making eye contact. Uh, <laughs> she just be talking about this shit too much. That's all. Look, I <laughs> no, believe you. But no, look, so I, was, I was talking about it because it's the same thing. It was during that time in March when everything was going down and, it, yeah. and I would bring it up to the guys and it was to the point to where I was sending them updates. So I only look at them because I was like, I've been talking about this with y'all for yeah. a minute. But they, it's not that they don't understand. They, they do. That's why he laughs because he's like, man, I know. But I was talking to him but a lot. this is the best part about it, okay? Best part about it is this. When you look at anybody who really understands financial literacy. It's not too late to get in the game. There's so many crypto coins that are out there. The thing is this, if you don't want to get like really, how do I say this? Well-versed in all crypto, you're going to have a terrible century. You're not going to have a terrible year. You're going to have a terrible future. If you don't understand that that's where it's going, then kiss the game goodbye because your money's not going to look if you own, if you own real estate I will say look for the most part depending on where you are it is safe okay if you own certain things but because they just pumped Biden just pumped 1.9 trillion into the into the debt again now our dollars going down as we speak so when little baby and future all them holding big stacks of cash bro that cash is damn near you know not what it it's not what yeah. it used to be mm -hmm. so it's people have to start getting hip in it it's scary too because you know there's no insurance you know at least banks have FDIC you know but it's a point where, look, ETH is the most accepted crypto. When you look at any NFT, Ethereum is accepted everywhere. It's pretty much the, 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 um, the um, default way to payment. So you look at where six months ago, that's not a long time ago, bro. That's November, right? You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, October, right? In October, Ethereum was 150. This shit's 1,700 today, bro. So it's like, imagine if you put, you know, a hundred grand, which people are like, oh, it's a lot of money, boom. But there's people who have 30, 40, 50, whatever. But if you put a hundred grand, that's like 2.2, 2.3 million dollars. You can't get that from a real estate investment. You can't get yeah. that for certain things. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, Ethereum is just going to get bigger and bigger. So really, for it to have 10 grand is not far-fetched. Right. So I'm with YG the other day, and he's like, hey, man, blah, blah. I'm like, look, YG, you have a great clothing brand. You have hours. You've been doing good. Do you have any money in crypto? He's like, bro, it's crazy you said that shit. Like, I finally do it. I'm like, Fucking YG even does. I'm not even saying that in a derogatory way. If he sees us, says, fuck you, Ben, for saying it the way that way. I'm just saying he a real hood dude. He really from the hood. And he understood. You know what? Let me at least, what's 200 grand? I don't get a, I don't get a Benz. Let me put that into this. Bro, you doing a great thing for your daughter and for your future. And check this out. You drop some NFTs, you will have more crypto wealth. Keep that shit in circulation because your bank account ain't going to do it, bro. Do you know? And I just didn't understand that until fairly recently. It had to hit me three or four times in the head. 
And they are going to start coming out with uh, certain banking systems are actually going to have insurance. There's new programs coming out that they'll right. insure your crypto if you go through them. But you know I how it's going to eventually come. I'm yeah, just saying start, right Yeah, now. they're starting to do that, which is another conversation. What's even crazy, I just found out today. Just found out today from my guy in Dubai who's balling out of control as a billionaire. He's like, bro, there's going to be crypto ATMs very, very mm -hmm. soon in a few months. And I'm like, this shit done got crazy. You can mm -hmm. buy it at Safeway, actually. You can start buying uh, in some Safeways they have to where you can exchange uh, your change into yeah. uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum, depending on what they hold. But yeah, right. and cards. And, That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Some mm -hmm. dude was trying to uh, pitch that as an app on Shark Tank and nobody bought yeah. it. Wow. And now it's at Safeway there. I mean, if you think about the people who hated on things, one of the most interesting stories was the CEO of FedEx. And I heard about this 21 years ago, 20 years ago. CEO of FedEx went to Harvard for his college thesis. His college thesis, you know, which is your, you know, your finals test for, for you to graduate, yeah. was FedEx. And the professor at Harvard failed him. Didn't give him a DC, gave him an F. He goes, you're stupid, try to go against U.S. mail. Hmm. Like, bro, you didn't crush U.S. mail so many years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Like, And you think about the people that did hate on you, whatever. But then there's people who, you know, hey, man. Don't ever uh, give up on your dreams. And you got to do this 45 years old. Like, yo, I'm about to put my first album out. Like, no, bro, that's not it. Like, you know, yeah. you have to somewhere find, you know, be coherent and kind of be like, all right, let me feel the vibes, man. Definitely. You got to yeah. feel the vibes. You got to evolve. Um, and uh, appreciate you dropping some gems on us today. No, man. You also yeah. brought us gifts. Where they at? Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> just, no, you know, it, was, it wasn't nothing like deep like that. It was just a... Uh, it was just some cool stuff that um that um um I have like 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 merch, you know what I'm saying? But it was, it was like it was like useful merch. Like for instance, I have this 80% sanitizer you can keep in your pocket or keep in a purse. Sweet. And it smells amazing. Okay. Mm. And it works. It's 80%, so it's like, you know, really good. That was like one thing. Thank you. I had like uh lighters. I had Ben Bar to the chain, real Sharpies. I did a Ooh. collaboration with Sharpie and just like post-its and just again, man, just like just like cool stuff, you know. I was just, gonna bring just, you some shit from from our line, but we forgot. But when I, when I go on your shit, I got you. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure, for sure. Well, shit, man. Like, uh, oh, shit. I appreciate that. you pulling up. Um, definitely pull up to yours. You know what I'm saying? We'll have uh, another conversation. And um, anything else you want to shout out before we get out of here? No, man. I just, I'm just really glad that we got to have an organic conversation that wasn't forced. You didn't ask me about whose chains I'm making or whatever. Boom. <laughs> I'm just glad that we had. So I'm, I'm being real. Like, I, yeah. I'm glad that we got to two Asian people. Um, or I'm sorry. How about four people of color? Yes. Got to sit here and have an in-depth conversation about parenting and, and society and, and, and um, um, missing, you know, misconceptions and, and misunderstandings. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, it was, it was, it was look, I, I had a really good time just, just talking about that, man. I'm glad we got to squash the beef. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that so I can be like, title, me and Ben Baller beef. <laughs> That's a, you know what? That's a good title though, bro. You should say yeah. that. Me and Ben Baller like, address our beef. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in once again to the No Chaser podcast. We appreciate you. We love you. I'm Tim Chantaransu. I'm Ricky Shucks. I'm Nikki Blades. Bye.